So this is the first time I'm doing this, and I feel it's important that I do this. I'm inserting a trigger warning before this episode. This episode is going to be talking about suicide of a um, student who is 17 years old. It is going to be talking about bullying. It is going to be talking about discrimination against members of the LGBT communities. It is going to include an audio clip of a counselor yelling at a student. I do not include the student's voice in that audio as I don't feel it's appropriate. I just wanted to give forewarning about this episode before anyone listens to it. And I understand anyone who will not want to listen to this episode. I do hope that if you're able to, you do. At the start of the episode, I'm going to give uh, a brief discussion on what I'm going to talk about and basically what I'm hoping to get out of the episode where I leave the triggering aspects out of it. I give a warning, uh, a three to one countdown before I get into anything. Yeah, Um, but I wanted to give forewarning. I felt it was important. And on with the episode. I'm telling you, these people are Satanists. As I sit here, they are Satanists. Nothing will stop the satanic total release. Stop asking Satan. Okay, so for today's show, there is not going to be any opening jokes or comments or uh, strange news stories, bizarre news stories, or anything like that. I'm going to get right into the news story that I've mentioned before on Twitter. And which is the reason that I included the trigger warning at the very start of this episode before the introduction. Now, if for some reason you skipped ahead because you just skip introductions normally, I do want to say that there will be talks of both bullying and suicide. There is going to be discussions about uh, something called the gay panic defense, which is a horrible, horrible defense that some states still allow in assault and murder and other criminal uh, cases. I'm going to include links to everything that I talk about, at least uh, resources for them, and states that include these horrible laws or don't include laws that promote safety in the show description. So if for some reason you don't want to listen to this sort of episode where I go into these things that are that have pissed me off and are probably going to piss you off. I'm going to say up front, in the show description, there's a list of different state-by-states that have uh, safe laws for LGBTQ students in schools, and there's going to be a list of states that have, via map, that is going to be... uh, Sorry, I'm kind of annoyed already getting into it. But there's going to be a list of states that do not prohibit what is called the gay panic defense, which isn't a great name for it, but that's what the site calls it. There will also be a resource site that is by, um, it seems to be a pro bono law, um, a law firm that works greatly with LGBTQ issues. And I'm going to include them as well as they have enlist a bunch of resources And it's one place that was suggested to me to look for information of this type. So I'm going to include them into the show notes as well. 
So I'm going to include most of what I talk about in there if I have a link for it. So if for some reason you don't want to listen to the episode because of the content, I completely understand. I do ask that you look at the resources. And if you can call someone in your state, be it a mayor, a school board, state representatives, uh, your city council, whatever you can do, uh, school boards, superintendents, I believe I said that already, but very local groups, they tend to be a bit cowardly. I'm going to reinstate this earlier. I, I work in education. I work in a school. They can be a bit cowardly, especially the higher-ups. If they start getting calls about an issue, they might look into it. Now, a place like religious school is probably going to go tell you to fuck yourself. There's not much to do about that unless you can get a state law but even with the current supreme court um i don't know if there's much we can do about religious schools but public schools we can definitely try to push to get things passed there and yeah it's it's a difficult and personal topic for a lot of people and i understand everyone who will be leaving at this point in the episode so I've made sure everyone's been warned, and we're going to go on with the topic in three, two, one. So last night, I came across an article that I read the headline of, and the headline itself bothered me. I opened up the article, and it it bothered me worse. Um, anyone who saw the post that I made last night on Twitter probably has seen it i have mentioned it on some discords as well but i'm gonna read the first part of the article here because it gives a general um well let me read the headline and then i'll read the introduction to the article the headline states trans teen dies after being humiliated by counselor for wearing a skirt and i'm going to say i listened to the audio it's in french so i didn't understand Listening to the audio, there are translations in the article, but the way this counselor talks to a student, no one should be talking to a student that way. The only way someone should be talking to a student that way is if they're in severe disciplinary trouble. Even then, it's iffy. I'm not, I don't really believe in yelling at students. I don't think it accomplishes anything. But the tone of voice that this teacher uses is severe discipline. They're not being helpful at all. I'll need to debate this on whether I include a small clip of this in the show. If I do, I'll include it right now. So right now I'm talking to you after I've edited the episode and I actually did end up inserting the audio in. I only included the counselor's voice as I felt that was more of the point I was trying to make. And I wasn't too sure how respectful or disrespectful it would be to insert the um, student's voice in here. Considering that they are considering they were 17 years old, I felt that it'd be proper not to 
include them in the audio. So I decided to just include the counselor's voice to give an idea of their speech. And later in the episode, I do note that the tone of voice they're using is for type of thing you'd use with um, severe discipline in a student. And I still stand by that. I know that some people are not going to question whether I should have included the audio, that it might be a bit, I don't know, hard to listen to. My thought is, it it should be. It should be. It, it, it should be hard to listen to. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry if it was difficult. It's difficult every time I've heard the audio. Um, and that's one reason why I haven't yet recorded the trigger warning yet. I planned on recording that after I edited everything so I could warn people beforehand. I'm going to now go back to my past self when I still wasn't sure if I was going to include this audio or not. On Friday, hundreds of mourners attended a vigil in Lille, a city in the northern part of France, to honor the life of a transgendered teenager who died by suicide nearly a week after she posted a video on social media of her getting yelled at by a school guidance counselor for wearing a skirt to school. Now, again, I've said I've listened to this, and sometimes when you hear, oh, a student was yelled at, and then some news articles, it depends on where it's from, but no, this is yelling. If I included it, you would have heard it. It's yelling. Um, so the counselor makes it seem at some points that they're on the student side, but when the student asks, well, I'm not going to say student, I'm going to use her name, Avril. When Avril asks what she did wrong, like that she's trying to be herself, what she wants to be, which is what the counselor says, that she's there to help her be herself, she says she is. And then the counselor states, because once again, some people have different opinions than you do and aren't your age. That is simple. They don't have the same upbringing. And Avril states, but they're the ones who need to be educated, not me. The counselor states that she agrees. And Avril then, like, I don't understand the problem. She didn't understand it either. She posts what um, she was wearing. It's nothing that I haven't seen in high school. It's fairly tame for high school. If I saw that on a student, I'd be surprised that they were being that um, modest, actually. It's a modest skirt with leggings. It's something I would have seen more in the 90s than now, to be honest. It's pretty modest. Her friends state that... Uh, she felt comfortable in class that everyone accepted her. They integrated her. Um, apparently, she was happy. She enjoyed uh, being out with herself and being who she was. At the beginning of um, December is when she decided that she was comfortable enough to start wearing the clothes that she wanted to wear. But apparently, the school didn't agree and I say the school and I say the school because had this come out and the school stated that 
what the counselor did was unacceptable. She will be fired. And we do not wish this counselor to be associated with us anymore. We want everyone to feel comfortable in our school. That is not what the leader of the PTA of the school did. That's not what they said. Their response was this. It's very complicated to understand what happens in the head of a young person who makes this kind of decision. But it's obvious that the school bears no responsibility for this. The school bears no responsibility for this. Bullshit. The counselor bears all the responsibility. I'm going to tell you. A lot of students act like they don't give a shit what adults say. They don't give a shit what their teacher says. They don't give a shit what the counselor says. They don't give a shit what the principal says. They care. They care a lot. Especially students who are having, not trouble, but who know that they have a hard road ahead. And, like, she knew that it was going to be hard. Like, this is what pisses me off about when you hear people of certain views who state, well, we need to have bathroom bills because then you'll just have... You know, people saying that they're trans to be in the bathroom they, they want to be in and harass people. I'm sorry. No one is going to go through all the bullshit that these people have to deal with. And I'm sorry I said these people. That I don't mean it like that. The people that trans people have to deal with. No one's going to go through all the bullshit that they have to deal with just to get into a woman or man's bathroom. It's ridiculous. So when I hear shit like that, and now I look at this, I I don't know what to do. It's it makes it really hard. The one the one I don't know. The there's nothing good about it. There there's nothing good about it. I wasn't so it's not one good thing. It's the one small bit of humanity that came out of this is at least the Elizabeth Monroe, who serves as the ministry dele, minister delegated for gender e- equality, uh, diversity, and equal opportunities at the prime minister's office. France at least has that office. That's one thing I get to say for France. They have an office in the prime minister's office. They have a minister for gender equality, diversity, and equal opportunities. Um, she commented that that their suicide rate is seven times higher, and it is. It's that's just the average in the United States. I've heard it far higher, and a lot of people. And it, it pisses me off even more when I hear people, especially like on the religious right, that's really where it all comes from on this topic, is when I hear them say, well, then clearly whatever transition they're doing isn't making them happy if they're committing suicide. Again, bullshit. You know what's making them feel like they have no other way out than suicide? It's you fucking people. It's people like you, and I, d- I don't mean people listening. 
I mean the people who say this bullshit. It's it's them. They're the reason. And like I I told someone else in a discussion who who got someone else banned on Twitter because they were uh trying to dead name people. I stated that well, if you know their place of work, you should send it to their place of work. Because I'm done. I'm I'm done with people like this. My view is that yeah. Okay, you say that we shouldn't hurt somebody just because we don't agree with them. It this is not hurting someone financially or um employment-wise because we don't disagree because we disagree with them. This is showing people that they can't function in society acting like this. I'm sorry if you think that causing someone to have basically to lose their job or something similar is not right. I disagree. I disagree. There has to be consequences for people who are going to push. Uh, wonderful people, according to everyone who knew her, to kill themselves. There, there has to be consequences. And in another article that I saw, and I don't know if it's in this article that I posted, that makes me even angrier at the school. It's not just that they won't take responsibility. The school deadnamed her and used in her incorrect pronouns. So they don't give a shit. If they had any compassion at all, they would at least get that right. So it's not just about li- liability. If it was about liability, they'd fire the counselor. I hope that no one in this school who didn't say anything, who knew anything about this atmosphere, gets fired. And I hope they never work again. I hope they never work again. So this article, I was angry. I was really angry after I read this. So I started I started looking around. I want to know, well, all right, how, how does this stop? How does this stop? How how do we how do we make it stop? And I was thinking, well, me, you, most people dealing with on the federal level isn't going to work. And I thought about all the different shit that I know happens at my school. The parents that complain, uh, the local people who live in the area complaining, and I know it gets the school rattled. It doesn't rattle my principal very much since he has he has some values and he doesn't let he doesn't let bullshit he doesn't let bullshit get uh, fuck up his values though he's a good person he goes to bats for his students but a lot of people in office in schools they're cowardly so what I have and I'm going to post about is there's a map where is it. Here it is. It's um safe school laws. There's a map that I'm looking at, and it lists that um, laws that prohibit bullying on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity. And this covers this covers teachers as well and staff. It has 21 states, one territory in D.C. Laws prohibiting bullying on the uh, laws prohibiting bullying on the basis of sexual sexual orientation only two territories 
school regulation or teacher code that prohibits bullying on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity, three states and one territory. And then no laws prohibiting protect uh, no laws protecting LGBTQ students, twenty six states and one territory. There are twenty six states in a territory that have no protections for LGBTQ students at all. I'm going to post this map. It's color coded, so you can see what's going on. There are some states. There are two states on this map that have state laws that say a local city or area cannot pass non-discrimination laws. So not only do these two states say that they don't want to pass laws that stop discrimination or bullying, they don't want anyone in their state to stop discrimination and bullying. So they're encouraging it, those two states. Look at this map, please. If you were in a state that does not have a law or has a weak law or has a law that encourages this bullshit, call. Call your schools. Call your mayor. Call city councils. Call uh, PTAs. Just call people in local government. Trust me, they're cowards. People in local government have way less power. And if a scandal gets out about them, they are fucked. These people, a lot of them in local politics, they'll try to stay in local politics for the rest of their lives. Or they want to go up. They don't want any problems. Cause a problem. If you have anyone that you know who goes to these schools, ask them. Uh, Or not necessarily the person who goes to school, but talk to parents that you know who are like-minded. Talk to just people in your neighborhood who you know are of like mind. Try to just organize harassing. Like, I, I normally don't want to harass anyone, but no. Harass your local politicians. Bother them constantly. If you have spare time, call somebody. Complain. Ask why they don't have these laws in place. If you can do that, even if it's all you can do, it's doing something. It might help. I don't know. It's helped in some cases. Um, If your school has... If you have someone who goes to a public school and has problems, look into Anti-Defamation League. Look into... I'm going to list a a law firm that is in New York and Pennsylvania, I believe. Um, Maybe contact them. They have resources there. They have... They discuss things that schools should provide for their students. There is another map that I have that equally pisses me off that everyone should look into as well and um, complain about. I need to find it again. But it's a, it's a map that shows where the so-called gay panic defense is legal. So I need to explain what the gay panic defense is, basically. So the so-called gay and trans panic defense is according to the American Bar Association it seeks to partially or completely excuse crimes such as murder and assault on the grounds that the victim's sexual orientation or gender identity 
is to blame for the defendant's violent reaction. So basically, what it means is some fucking redneck who sees someone who might be gay or they think is trans or whatever might pop into their fucking head decides, I feel, I feel, um, angry. It makes me angry because it's against my belief or it's against my beliefs. And they go into some sort of rage or they're scared because, hey, maybe this person might be hitting on me or whatever bullshit pops in their fucking goddamn head. And they murder or assault this individual. They can try this defense in court. They can try to get off a murder charge by saying that they were scared because someone was hitting on them. The fuck? You know what? Maybe we should pass a law and see how these politicians like it that says if if a woman feels like she's in danger because a guy's hitting on her, that she can just shoot him in the fucking head. Let's see how much they like that law. Let's see how much they like that one. Or maybe we should pass a law that says someone who's gay or transgendered can, um, they can shoot a redneck if they feel, uh, like they're in danger. Do you think they'd like that law? Do you think they'd like it? Do you think they'd feel it was fair or right? Do you think they'd think it was moral? Their so-called morals? Do you think they'd like it? No, they wouldn't like it. They'd say that you're giving them power of discrimination. You're letting them oppress me. Well, yeah, no, I wouldn't be for those laws either. But my point is, if you switch out the names of two different groups and you say, well, one's a defense and one isn't, for the most part, it's bullshit. I saw this. I didn't, I couldn't even believe this was a fucking thing. And according to this, there's... Though I will say that research does show that no state recognizes it, recognizes it as a freestanding defense. However, freestanding defense just means it can't be your only defense, which means you can use it when you have another defense. However, the same article, well, the same article that comes to the map does note that I'm It's been used in conjunction with other defensive strategies to reduce the severity of a charge of sentence. But, you know what? We we don't know what goes on in the jury's head. In my opinion, they shouldn't be allowed to bring this up in a court. Because you get a bunch of um, racist, bigoted, friggin' jurors who hear this bullshit. And all they do is just bring up, well, they were gay, I thought it was hitting on me. Even if the judge says you can't include that, or you can't include that as a standalone defense, you need to have another defense, a bigoted jury's not going to care. There should be laws against using this, and there should be penalties for trying to use it. It should be a crime in and of itself. I don't... It's ridiculous. The American Bar Association is basically asking governments to, like, make it illegal. However, there's a bunch of states where it's fine. There's 39 states in five territories and D.C. that it's not prohibited. You can use it. I mean, the judge might not take it seriously, but hey, we've seen some fucking ridiculous judges. 
We've seen judges who haven't even been out of law school for, like, more than two years. We've seen fucking... In these last four years, we've seen nearly everything. So there's that map. I'm going to put that in the show notes as well. And again, while you're bitching about your local politicians, include this too. And uh, Massachusetts doesn't have it, which is my state. It doesn't have an anti-gay panic law. And I don't know why. I'm going to check what it does now. This this is a bit of an older data. But I'm going to call. Um, I'm going to see if I can call um, my senator's office today. Because I, I assumed Massachusetts had a law against it. And I'm looking at it right now. It does not. Another thing that is important when you talk to schools or look into schools is is pointed out on that legal site. It brings up the fact that schools sometimes block LGBTQ websites that are supportive. Like, they block access to them in the school uh, on their filters. And that matters because sometimes school is the only time that students are away from home. And sometimes it's the only access they have to anything outside. So maybe they're hoping to look up in the school library resources that can help them. And they can't a lot of times because there's a filter blocking out these websites. So that's another thing to ask the schools and school committees about. I know that uh, Boston had it for a short while. And I remember my principal made a huge stink about it in the school. And I, we were actually really proud of him. I don't, I don't know if it was all of Massachusetts that had it. Probably not because he got it changed. It was probably whatever the city that I work for uses. But he got pissed off. And I don't know if it was just him. It was probably him and a few principals considering it was a city change. Maybe, or maybe it was just, I'm not too sure, but he was pissed off and it was changed. So these things can change, especially little things like this. Little things that the school or the city can change. They can switch providers. Or they can just ask the provider to unfilter these sites. And that's why that matters. And one of the things that bothered me a little bit, and it really didn't bother me, bother me, but it shocked me more than if... The, new, the news article is what I'm talking about. It shocked me more that it happened in France than it happening in the United States. And I talked about that with somebody. And they were from Canada. And they mentioned that, yeah, that Canada has a bunch of nut jobs and assholes up there, too, that do all this sort of shit. And, and the United States has a lot of them. And I, I remember something one of my friends said who's from Canada. I have, I have a few friends who are from Canada, partly because my girlfriend's from Canada, so I know people through her. And they said something along the lines of, we blame the Uni United States to ignore our own issues. And the person from Canada who I was talking about noted that, yeah, that's 100% correct, that people would rather tear down someone else than acknowledge their own problems. The United States does that too. And a lot of us who are on the more progressive side of things think, no, we don't. We, we point to countries as better all the time. And 
sometimes that's not true as well. That's not always true. It's not always true that country X and is always better. I mean, like I said, France does have a minister that is for this sort of thing, so they are better in that regard. But they're not perfect. I know a lot of people who think, well, you know what, I'm just going to go to Canada to get away from all this stuff. Canada has a Bible Belt. They do. They have a they have a pretty decent Bible Belt. And even in places like the west coast of Canada, like I've been to Vancouver, and I've seen the street preachers, and they're the same street preachers you get around here. And I've seen bigoted stuff in Canada. I've seen Jehovah Witnesses yelling at people in the street. I've heard of, through friends that I have in Canada, of Jehovah Witnesses kicking out their family members or disassociating with them. The world's not perfect, and I don't think we should idolize other countries as much as we do sometimes. And the reason why I don't think we should do that is because it makes it makes the job in the United States feel like we can't get there. There's just something wrong with us here. And yeah, we're we're behind a lot of things. But you know what? There are countries that we are surprisingly ahead of. Not because the religious right is helping any. A lot of the countries that are worse off than the United States, they, they've actually helped make worse off. Like, there are a few countries, I can't think of them off the top of my head, but there are some African countries, if you remember a few years ago, that American politicians were campaigning to include a death penalty for being gay or queer or any, or trans there. And it was American politicians pushing this in a different country, which that should be illegal. It should be illegal to push for laws that have been made illegal here for because of human rights issues in another country. That, that should be illegal. You should be able to go to jail for that. At least you shouldn't be able to be involved in politics anymore. There's a lot of things that just piss me off. The, the, la- the last day has just pissed me off. I... The, the days that I'm doing the show have shifted. I'm probably going to be recording them on Wednesday nights now. Just because I, I try to have as much free time with my uh, my girlfriend as possible since long distance. And some of her days shift around. Some of my days shift around. And now Wednesday is the best day for things. So I'm going to try to do recordings on Wednesdays. But I, I had an idea. I was going to go into stuff about like Christmas. I was going to... You know, the things that, like, a lot of different podcasts have gone into, like, some of the weird origins and things, and how Christmas was originally banned in the United States. Look, look that up. It's it's amusing as all fuck when people talk about the war on Christmas. Point that out, that the super frickin' religious people, why am I saying frickin' on, on this show? The super fucking religious people banned Christmas. The fucking Puritans banned Christmas. So the next time they talk about war on Christmas, tell them to shut the fuck up. But I didn't do that show because I planned on recording today and I had all these ideas and I saw that article and it made me so angry 
I couldn't not do a, a podcast about it. And I know, I know that, like, my podcast doesn't reach, like, millions of people. I know. And that's fine. I mean, whatever. I, I don't care. I love every single person who listens. It One person listening is amazing. When I see 20 people or 30 people fucking listen to a podcast episode, it floors me. But, so, I can at least, even if only one person listened, I'd still beg them. And I'm... I'm Everything that I've talked about so far, I'm I'm begging you. I'm begging you. You probably heard at the start of the show when I first talked about this article. I was I was trying not to cry again. Um it's it's hard on me. I I can't I I can't go into why the transgender issue is hard on me because it's not my place to talk about it. It it's someone I know in my life. It's but it's not my place. So, people have probably noticed that that's an issue that gets me heated and gets me emotional. And that's why I'm just asking, if you can if you can even just take a little time to call somebody. It might not do anything. It might not. You might call a school or call the mayor and get told to fuck off. But at least you can do something. At least you can try to do something. At least it's better than fucking thoughts and prayers. And maybe you can say something to your friends and maybe you can say something to a different podcast if and maybe they'll talk about it. I But thank you. It thank you for listening to this horribly depressing enraging episode. And again, I understand everyone who didn't listen to it. Or people who maybe, maybe, maybe you finally got through listening to the episode and maybe it's taken you a week to get through it. And I understand that there are are podcast episodes that I can't get through, that that I struggle to get through because they're difficult. Um, I'm just going to leave this here. This has been Why Satan and Hail Satan.